Welcome to Mindset Mike, where we teach you how to enhance your mindset and become the optimal leader of your life. My name is Claudia Ramirez. I am a mindset coach, inspirational speaker, and curriculum developer whose mission is to help you thrive and reach your ultimate potential. Let's turn on the Mindset Mike. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 14 of Mindset Mike, Embracing My 30s. In this episode, I want to talk to you about my greatest mistakes, the lessons I learned, and my miracle moment manifestations of my 20s and what I hope for my 30s. I hope that this isn't about, like I told you before, I am not a birthday brat. I'm not somebody who's like, oh my God, it's my birthday, celebrate me. (laughs) I just have mentioned it a lot because as you know, I have that code going on on my website for the courses, which by the way, reminder, it's BDAY30 if you want to use it until October 31st. But I really am so thankful. I believe that, I mean, when I turned 20, I was one year, 364 days (laughs) minus one day into personal development. And I didn't realize that it was the beginning of a decade of a lifetime, right? And so now after 10 years of experience after that, so 11 years total in personal development as of tomorrow, I feel so grateful and I can't wait but look back and reflect. I don't have anything planned for this episode. I just want to have a casual conversation with you and talk to you about, once again, those greatest mistakes, the lessons learned, and the miracle moments that I manifested in my life. The greatest mistakes that I've made, number one, was settling and not knowing what my worth was. I want to keep this lighthearted. It was just about settling, never giving myself the value, not understanding my self-worth and allowing different situations to mold me into someone that I wasn't, whether it was a relationship with somebody that I had no business being with, whether it was settling in a job that I didn't want to be in, whether it was settling for an idea that I didn't have to be elaborating on, whatever the case may be. I think that was one of my greatest mistakes was just settling and not putting myself in a position of this isn't who you are, Claudia. This isn't the way that you think. It's not how you strive to be and snap out of it. You know, some of these things I would be very high in one area of life and then the other area of life was just completely wonky, as I like to say. And so it's a matter of creating that balance. And I look back at myself with the utmost grace and compassion because I see that the version of me from 10 years ago didn't know any better. The version of me from 10 years ago was still trying to figure herself out. She was reading books, but at the same time, you know, maybe she wanted to fit in. And it was like, I was never the cool kid. I was never that popular kid. And a part of me was like, oh, you've got to be, otherwise you'll just completely suck at life. And that's how you kind of start settling whenever you are trying to fit yourself into a mold where you don't belong. So that would have been My greatest mistake was settling. Number two would be lessons learned. Lessons that I learned are follow your intuition. Every single time that I haven't followed my intuition, things haven't gone very well. And then there's also been some beautiful moments when I have followed my intuition and things went wonderfully, which is that reinforcement of 
following your intuition is so strong. Now, what I mean by this, it's once again, an intuition about a person, an intuition about maybe I should do this, maybe I shouldn't do this. I have this very funny one that happened to me in 2020. This is something so small, but it goes back to that intuition. COVID had started and my brother and I were roommates. We hadn't gone to our cars in about a week or two. And something had told me the last time that I went to my car that I got off, take all your sunglasses with you. Because for some reason I had this feeling, this habit of keeping them there. I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but just in case I have it or you haven't heard it. And I didn't. I just ignored that thought. I ignored that whisper in my ear and I went in. And then two weeks later, I come out and all of my glasses were gone. And I thought, man, I should have really followed my intuition. Just knowing that the person that I am at my core, that gut feeling comes from a divine alignment, comes from a beautiful source that is guiding me. I sometimes feel that we look at life and we feel so overwhelmed because we have to do so much. We have to take care of our health. We have to take care of our families or of ourselves, of our careers, of our business, of energy, of so many things in our life. And we just, it's its just me, myself and I against the world. And I really believe that whenever we tap into that intuition and that alignment and allow that higher power to guide us, it becomes like, so much lighter and brighter and things just make a lot more sense so for me it's that that intuition and maybe I'll go back after this podcast episode and be like oh man I should have said xyz you want to know something funny I am actually sitting here editing this podcast episode in my living room with a completely different outfit on a completely different day and then I realized yeah I can't post this episode without the main thing that I needed to say as you know I mean I was just having a conversation with you but really what helped me tune into my intuition was when I decided to move universities and I quit on my dream of having a scholarship and continuing to run in college it's something that was very hard for me but I put different things together from the school messing up my financial aid, from being essentially kicked off the team and so many things that I said, okay, God is telling me to move to another school and just give up on my dream. And at the time, now I understand that God won't tell you to give up on your dream. But for me, that's basically what it was. And it was about three weeks of man, did I really do the right thing? And then I realized that I did do the right thing because everything turned out tremendously positive and not what I anticipated just after that. And of course, years later, which um, I've shared the story with you, but I don't want to leave this podcast without talking about that power of intuition and how it started in my life. Never had I ever used the words, God is telling me to. And... At that point, everything changed, and I'm very, very thankful for it, which connects very much to the next points that I'm about to make. And when it comes to the manifesting miracle moments, I was in Alamosa, Colorado. Alamosa, Colorado is where some of the best distance runners compete. And it's a school called Adams State University. It used to be Adams State College. And I had a dream since I was 14 of competing there. I wasn't good enough to compete there. <laughs> so I didn't compete there. And I went to other schools and 
the journey was messy and beautiful at the same time. I wanted to be a lot all American and things didn't shape up like that. And I remember it, it all kind of happened in a, in a few months. We competed at this championship. It was the conference championship and I had never been on a podium. I'll just be honest. I had teammates who, you know, didn't know how to get off in first place. It was just beautiful to see. And I had never been on a podium. And I ran my heart out that time. And I remember coach used to, he was, he would say, come on, Claudia, come on, Claudia, you are 10 seconds behind her, get in there. And I was like, oh God, he's telling her how close I am. And he'd be like, come on, Claudia, you're five seconds behind, let's go. And then whenever I finally knew, I was like, it was indoor track, by the way. So it was 25 laps for 5,000 meters. I knew I'm going to go for this. And I like looked at coach and I went, I put my, if you're listening, I put my finger on my, on my mouth. It's like, don't tell her I'm coming. And I ran for my life and I got third place and it tasted so good and it was so amazing, but that's not the manifestation. I get on the podium and I realized, oh my gosh, I am on the podium at Adams State University, formerly known as college. And this is what I wanted since I was 14. And at the time I was 23. So it took nine years, but I still manifested what I wanted. And I had been named academic All-American or whatever fancy titles there are. But for me, it was like, I did. And it just, it kind of all just made sense. It all just made sense. It was like all the hardship, all the times that I didn't believe in myself, all the injuries, all the times that maybe you competed way less than you should have at potential wise. It just all made sense. And I was so happy. And I just, I remember just telling my coach, God is good. God is good. God is good. God is good. I was so tired. I couldn't see. I couldn't breathe. It was like, you know, altitude, but it was, it was a beautiful moment, that one. And another one was meeting the love of my life. The way that we met was beautiful. It really is like a rom-com. And I'm going to keep that one to myself because we will probably make a movie out of it one day. <laughs> um, but if you're listening and you know, you know. Um, and the apartment in Dubai. That last one, the apartment in Dubai. The I am about to quit. The you're not getting this apartment, just kidding, like universe just playing games with me and then all of a sudden things making sense. That's what it was about for me. And it just, I was in awe whenever it happened. It was like one of those moments when you look up and you think, I get it. I get it now. Um, I have a long list of moments that I could probably spend hours talking about, especially on the running side, uh, because I know that I had big angels looking after me, I believe, God guiding me, coaches making room for me that I just cannot even fathom. I cannot even express my excitement. Um, for my 30s, I am excited. I feel like I am very aware of who I am. I am very clear on who I am. 
I am very clear in my values on who I am as a woman, on who I am as a person, on the heart that I have, on the impact that I want to make on the world, on how I want to lead myself and others, whether it's in family or whether it's in business. And so I'm really excited and I have high standards for myself for my 30s. It's, a, it's one of those, make it happen, just make it happen and go out there and do your thing and just let God use you the way that he has before, but just let God use you and work through you and just do that. So that is where I'm at right now, and I'm very happy. I'm going to celebrate and have fun. And that's that. Thank you for being part of my journey. I get very excited because sometimes you want to do something and you don't get a response. <laughs> it happened to me when I was running. It's happened to me in many things in life, and... The fact that you're listening, the fact that you're watching, the fact that you tune in, the fact that you support me, share, give me a like, leave me a comment. It makes it worthwhile. It gives me a reason to keep going. And it gives me not the validation, but the reassurance that I am on the right path because you're here with me. And I just want to say thank you. So um, I hope to spend the next 10 years with you and make a new recap in my 40s. But for now, I love you. Keep being the optimal leader of your life. I believe in you and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.